0: Hey guys, welcome to the fourth episode of my show. This is Bilal Hamid and this episode is actually recorded for Behind the Grind podcast by Asad Hashim Ali. And this happens to be a simultaneous release of his podcast and the same episode on my podcast. His podcast is Behind the Grind and uh, I'll be linking that in the description. So give it a listen. He's got a couple of episodes out already. He does some really cool stuff. And this was really his interview for me and him trying to find out what's going on in my life and my history. And it's a long interview, but it's been fun recording it. I hope you guys have as much fun listening to it. But if not, at least you find something useful in it that you can use for your life. Thank you and have a listen. Ciao.
1: On the second episode of Behind the Grand, I sat with Bilal Hamid, a mentor of mine, someone who I really look up to and someone who's an ed entrepreneur. He set up three schools in the past and has also created an online platform to spread his content for A-level chemistry across the world. Bilal is now working on creating an online platform for all subjects related to the A-levels and eventually he wants to disrupt the education industry in Pakistan. Not only that, but we spoke about what motivates him, how his daughter is actually a source of inspiration for him to bring about a positive change, and also about why he's just so caught up in making sure that he's principled and he's a man of his word. What's going on everybody? Asad Hashmali back with another episode of Behind the Grind, the podcast where I sit with people who I think I can learn from, people whose grind I admire, people whose hustle I admire, and people who I just think are on the right track and who are trying to change the game with whatever game they're actually in at the moment. Our second guest of the show is my mentor, Mr. Bilal Hamid. What's up?
0: Woohoo. Woohoo.
1: All right. So, before, let me let me flatter you a little bit before we get into the questions. Sure. Um, this is like another episode of Hard Talk, you know? I yeah. forgot the host, but. Uh, <laughs> no, they, they grill him. They, yeah?
0: I thought you were going to be sweet with me today, man. No, no,
1: I will. I'll try, I'll yeah, try, try, try to. All right. It's, so.
0: It's called Soft Talk, then. Soft Talk. So.
1: Both of us are soft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fluffy talk. <laughs> fluffy yeah, this All is right. a family show, something. M- this is a family show? Yeah. All, right. All right. No cussing. So uh, Bilal Hamid is a computer science major from uh, Rutgers University in New York. He is a global chemistry teacher. After he started his YouTube channel where he managed to teach kids uh, chemistry, A-level chemistry. He had students uh, watching in onto his channel from uh, Cambodia, India, Pakistan, even uh, Canada and the States. He's an ad entrepreneur, he's started four tuition centers in the past, three schools, and also is creating an online initiative for uh, secondary education, actually A-level education. He's also out to bring a change in Pakistan. Fun fact about him, he's a photography and film buff, and he's some he's someone who just enjoys his tech gear, and you would uh, have all the USB dongles that people didn't even know existed. And yeah, that's Bilal Hamid. So, let's get straight into it. So, uh of all, tell the
0: truth. sir. What is your favorite coffee to have? <coughs> favorite brand or favorite type of coffee? Favorite coffee. Oh, Drink. F- okay. Itself. Favorite coffee. Drink. Well, actually, uh, my f- my first coffee of the day has to be a caramel macchiato. Mm-hmm. Double shot. Skim milk? Uh, well, preferably and less milk. Yeah, the ratio has to be right. Yeah. Karachi, Butler's as well. Mm-hmm. And I travel. Then um, it's a Starbucks with a triple shot. Their coffee is a little weaker.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. Starbucks got up your game. I know. All Sorry. right. Yeah.
0: Say it. But so Caffe th- works also. Caffe Yeah. And before that, were the other beans that I like, I like my beans, over roasted. Hmm. So they have less caffeine, but they have a richer flavor. Over roasted? Yes. Dark roasts. Okay. Versus lighter. Lighter roasts have more caffeine, hmm. but they are... Uh, subtler. The flavors are can more can. You can probably taste the milk more. Okay. I don't like milk. All right. You used to have a lot of Americanos at one
1: point, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Then what yeah, happened?
0: I don't know. I fell in love with cappuccinos. Ah. <laughs> right. Yes. Finally, I had a good one at Caffe Nero, and that mm. tilted in my favor. So, yeah. And then the caramel market at Butler's was love at first drink. Okay. I swear to God. Okay. See, I see, the hardest question is out of the way. It, that's the hard. <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> uh. Okay. We are
1: out. <laughs> <laughs> so, sir, so, okay. um,
0: you yeah. have... Um, no, you no, 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 sir. I told you about sir sahab, sahab janab is more ustad janab bilal, bhai. Bhai, or bilal, bhai. bilal bhai
1: bilal bhai bilal bhai uh, you grew up all across pakistan and, not much uh, not not too no? many places not too many places where were you Islamabad exactly in karachi and how come the whole shift you were even new york for like fifth grade or sixth grade so i I'll tell me a little bit about your family background
0: yeah my, my dad i'm sorry my dad was in um, the U.S. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. i let me repeat. My dad was in the Navy. Mm-hmm. And so we had to move between Karachi and Islamabad. Na- Pakistan Navy is posted only mainly two places. Okay. Now they go to, I believe, Gawadar also and right. a couple of other places. But mainly there's Karachi and Islamabad. Mm-hmm. So started in Karachi. I was born on the island of Manorah. So we traveled really? travel by boat back and forth. My mom tells me that I was born and I was, came back by boat to our little island. You know? ah. Yeah. So Manorah, Karachi, Islamabad, Karachi. Sounds like an Indian movie. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, could be. Yeah, my long-lost brother in Amita Bachchanina. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like long-lost dada, in your
0: case. He's <laughs> yeah. a little older no, to be a brother. No, not dada, Okay, that's true. Uh-huh. Okay, uh, yeah. So from there, fifth grade, I had to go to the US. Hmm. Actually, my dad was posted there. And then my um, mamu said, you know, he's, they, they were based in New York. So one of them said, you know, why don't you guys also come over? Spent hmm. a year in New York. But the dad's in, in the Navy in Philadelphia. Hmm. Philly is like two hours away from New York. So hmm. we went there. And for a whole year, I was enrolled in a public middle school like primary school middle school half a year in middle school half a year in primary school mm-hmm. so 5th grade half of that it was in a, a public school and obviously half of 6th grade hmm. and then I came back to Karachi then I studied here and then I went back to uh, college in New York again so New York was the place so basically three main cities Islamabad, Karachi, New York so when you were in Karachi what school did you start off at? okay well first grade was uh, St. Paul's hmm. then uh, then I went to Islamabad so that was Beacon House okay then I came back in second grade hmm. to Beacon House again in Karachi. Uh, so. so then second, third, fourth grade, uh, sec- uh, third, fourth, fifth grade in Karachi,
2: hmm. Beacon House. Yeah.
0: Then fifth grade in the middle of the year, went to New York. Hmm. So it was PS5. Hmm. Then six months later, IS7. Hmm. And IS7 came back to Karachi. Hmm. Then went to St. Paul's. Then for eight hours, went to KGS. Yeah. And, and then, then went then to university. The first yeah. was, so I did a I did couple of years at CUNY, City mm-hmm. University of New York. Yeah, yeah. Then transferred to Rutgers in New Jersey. And then the last two years there. So, yeah. yeah. All right. So,
1: like, what was your experience like throughout all these different schools? You, in Pakistan itself, I've, I I well, I moved here in 2005. So, I know the system at Beacon House, then Bayview High, I said, then Lyceum. And different experiences throughout. But then at that young of an age, did you manage to spot anything different about the different uh, schools themselves? Like from Paul's and KGS and Beacon?
0: Well, I don't remember much of my life before fifth grade. Okay. I remember one kid hitting me in the face with a cricket bat in class four. That's Sounds all like I fun. remember. Yeah, I was right above my nose. Oh, <laughs> yeah. damn! There's a flat bat. <laughs> oh, j- yeah, okay. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This was the beginning. I was in Clifton Campus, in near Kent. I was there too. Ah, right next yeah, yeah. to the the uh, church. The, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Mm. Shapes. So, <laughs> before
0: right, beautiful right, place. Uh, great place. I had a great time there. Mm-hmm. So the so the differences. I mean, I started noticing after fifth grade. Yeah. The U.S. was the high, public high school or public middle school hmm. was awesome. Like I did, uh, I learned my first. I learned computers there for a year, uh, cooking, Yeah. Uh, my appreciation of theater literature in fifth grade, uh, sciences, mm-hmm. math. Like I was like acing it without even doing anything. It was just awesome. Before that, I was also acing in Pakistan. Uh, but then when I came back to sixth grade in St. Paul's, I didn't realize St. Paul's had something a different. There was a metric system and the Cambridge system. Yeah. And apparently, I didn't score well in the Cambridge system, even though I was... Better than 99 personal results in America. Hmm. Apparently our exams don't match, or yeah. the, the knowledge doesn't match. So what we did was they put me in metric hmm. for, a, for three months. They said, if you do well there, then we put you in Cambridge. Mm-hmm. But it's a very stupid thing to do, because if you can do well in metric, you stay in metric. If you do well in metric, it means that you don't have the attribute for Cambridge, because in metric, everything was rata, 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 rata rata rata. Ratta, ratta. Mm-hmm. Literally, Sindhi, rata, like, everything was like, the more you write, the better you are. I'm like, and then I was awful there. But then finally shifted to Cambridge, a couple of months, a couple of years, six, seven and eighth grade were bad for me. Mm. Like from me being always first in my class for yeah. about seven years. Six, seven, eight was like really crap. I was like fifteen to twenty eight. You know, like that was really bad for somebody like me. Mm. I just couldn't get anything. I just couldn't understand the teachers. They were yeah. just so my so what happened was in ninth grade when I finally got one particular teacher that was just like wow. Yeah. And that changed everything. Do again. you remember the name? Yes, obviously I remember the name. Like, I mean, I can, I can, uh, he, he was my chem teacher. He actually taught me physics, chemistry, and bio in ninth grade. Hmm. And then chemistry in 10th grade, 11th grade, first year, second year, that was also. I went to him for tuitions. Uh-huh. His name was Nicholas Jonathan. His name is still Nicholas Jonathan. He is now retired and living in Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, he was the bomb.
2: He was the bomb. He was the, the
0: Bilal that time. Yeah, he got the big fat, sorry, uh, big fat glasses and... Hmm. Uh, it's pretty fun with his class, man. And, he, and it just the way he was teaching clicked with me. Hmm. Though I would say this, that if you were not good, hmm. he would be really insulting. I understand that. Some World of my school, friends uh, yeah, no. really didn't like his classes, mm-hmm. but I loved it. Yeah. You know, because he liked kids who were smart. So like, just click, click, click. And everything yeah. was great. from me. So when I went to college, he was surprised I was actually not doing chemistry or engineering. Really? Yeah. And then did he convince you to do otherwise? No, 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 no. I just didn't listen to anybody, you know.
2: Oh, this is in college? College. Oh, I wanted okay, to do computer okay, science. Okay. So, hmm. so I
0: was going to uni. He was surprised that I didn't take an engineering or a science major. Hmm. Yeah, I just did, uh, you know, computer science. Okay. Sweet. So, yeah. so. But, yeah. So that was that's a whole different experience than what schooling is now.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So now you are actually, I'll actually, you know, I'll, I'll close this right now.
0: Wow. No. Okay. Let's, let's I thought you had some questions for me. I do. And I,
1: they're, they're going to be coming to me. I, I don't need that anymore. If I uh, follow that, then I think I'll just be. I'm
0: just using this for beauty light.
1: You know? huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't this.
1: need it. I don't need that light. Um, but. No, okay. No, but um, so <laughs> you are now. Um, after. Okay, let's talk about actually after university. And after? then I'll come back into your uh, childhood experiences of school.
0: Okay, yeah. Well. Then after university,
1: right. what you came back. And you got straight into teaching, correct? No. No? No. What was that? I came back
0: and uh, I went back to work. I I started working as a programmer. Right. Yeah. And I was kind of bored. Hmm. I even thought I'll take a couple of... Because in Pakistan, the computer science area was not developed much. Hmm. So my job was paying me 5,000 bucks. 5,000 rupees a month. And this is what, 2003? 2002. Uh, hmm. 2002. 2003 that I started teaching. So then... Hmm. I was like, let me do get a second degree. Hmm. Now, we, our university system is so inflexible hmm. that to get a second bachelor's, you have to start all over again at that time. Right. So the, when credit is transferring, you the uni, like, I'll study a second bachelor's, get some courses and get transferred out mm-hmm. or something else. I just love studying because what was happening was that I had done a one whole degree in one area. Right. And in my last year, I fell in love with something else. Hmm. And I wanted to now pursue that because when I was leaving America, my professor who was also at uh, Princeton, uh, yeah. UPenn, sorry, was offering me to, that he could get me into a PhD program and fund it and everything, if I were to stay with him and you know, give, do his work with him and all that stuff. Hmm. And that was in the area of um, Islamic studies or Middle Eastern studies and stuff like that. Right. So, but I had done my computer science bachelor's. Hmm. So I really wanted to study again. I had to come yeah. back because of family emergencies and other stuff. Hmm. And I thought for the first year or so that I'm here temporarily only. Right. So might as well study also. So I was working and I, thought I went to CBM for, um, uh, for two months. And that was a very unpleasant experience. Not because of the campus, but because of the people running that place, the teachers in that school, who really were more interested in, if you listen to them, than you learning anything. Right. So if you were defying them but learning, they didn't like that. Hmm. But if you didn't learn, but were following orders, they preferred that. It felt like I was back, I was in, a, you know, some, some boot camp or something. Yeah, like, like the Navy or the Army. Like, yeah. like, like just follow this. So anyway, so quit that. Then a year later, I got into teaching. Hmm. Yeah, About six months later, yeah. So, and you started off with um, DApps,
1: right? If I'm not wrong.
0: Yeah, I started out uh, going from kids' houses to houses. My friend used to teach, and I was like, yeah, dude, I'm not making much money in computer programming. Yeah. And I used to go to Kurangi. So the company was Cypher Technologies. Hmm. Is run by Abdullah and Adhan. Hmm. And then uh, we... Uh, i i i start teaching in the evenings okay because otherwise as a single guy we'd stay back in the office and play a uh some computer program game it was some game bugged, it was it was, it was pre- counter-strike no no no, this, was, <laughs> this is pre-cs days really yeah yeah delta force, delta force delta force. force okay yeah one shot you're dead <laughs> <by the way. laughs> yeah because one shot you're dead you don't get second chances anyway so uh that's we- life
1: That is uh, no, not really. Get second chances. Sorry, continue, continue.
0: Yeah. So I started teaching tuition's to kid's houses, literally, Hmm. and after doing that for about a couple of months, I I started loving it. I was like, hey, I like teaching, and the money was almost eight ten times. Really? Yeah. I was like, hey, I gotta feed my mom. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. My my younger siblings had to go to school, so I was like, screw that job. You know, can't live off my mamu's help for too long. So.
1: (laughs) कभी doubt नहीं हुआ now i see teaching has become a very sexy job a very sexy occupation because of people like you after nixer and cedar popping up there were no schools like that i'm yeah. guessing
0: yeah there were not but and uh, like like i be i mean the, now being a cool teacher is like everybody's cool teacher generally yeah and my time it was like hey you you can speak fluent english yes we like you and many schools is like hmm. not all yes but many, yeah. in a level especially and especially sciences and other areas now uh, yes, but my every friend or every friend's parent or everybody in the in the in the community or neighborhood say, yeah, ab but achha, iske baad kya? Hmm. Like, what's, what's the real deal? Yeah. I'm like, dude, I'm enjoying this, I'm making money. Why does it have to be anything else? Like the why not this? So it was a lot of doubters, pehle. Hmm. but if you ask me, yeah. I never thought uh, you know, When you're a doer, you do it and it works. You don't think, oh, what if it didn't work? Well, you're doing it and it's working. Yeah, so you don't have to think of the alternative. Exactly. You don't have to think, oh, I mean, is it going to work out? Hmm. You tried it, it worked. You move on. You don't work. You modify, you move on. And this is exactly, I mean, like, that's the kind of skill that you'll notice a lot of computer programmers have. Hmm. They can't say, they they won't say, take no for an answer. Yeah. Like, does the program solve the problem? First of all, every problem is solvable. We have got to create... No, something from nothing and you yeah. start it and you'll, and if you make a mistake oh fix that bug bug detection you find a bug you fix that you find the next thing next thing next thing and eventually you will fix everything Right. so there's no doubt that you don't get to a point everything is doable right you know yeah maybe you know suddenly not having money that's different but everything else is doable I don't mm. know I never had that problem of trying to figure out oh what if this didn't work out it didn't work out no program didn't work out I tried it didn't work out I tried mm. teaching worked out
1: Hmm, okay so how is the how have the past 10 years been for you past 10 years and i'm trying to get at to your your step into ed entrepreneurship
0: yeah um well i think after the my first year of teaching i was uh i just set up a center and i the i love being my own boss i realized that a couple of bosses in my life. I mean, or I just didn't have fun having good bosses. Hmm. SIFO, they were amazing. Adan and uh, Abdullah were, were smart, great people. Hmm. But generally everybody was bitching about, I'm sorry.
1: It's okay. That's complaining <laughs> about
0: bosses and you know, like how you have to stay late to show them. You, you know I love the fact that I could be my own boss. Yeah. You're on your own boss. Got yeah. through with the, some other friends, make a second one, make a third one, make a fourth one. And I was like, I like doing my own stuff. So I was always doing my own stuff. And then one day, I don't know how conversation stuck to what and through what. Everybody has their own story about how things start. So I don't know exactly what triggered it. But I remember spending a few days with Nasakhani. Mm-hmm. And because he was my, uh, we used to teach together in South chir also. And then, um, you know, I was teaching math at one time also. Mm-hmm. But then we started hanging out. And some days he decided, he told me that he wants to make a school. And okay, so he just started picking my brain about what to do and, you know what should I you know think about and how do I go about this and I, just to pick my brain hmm. maybe figure this guy I can talk to I don't know and I started talking to him and then after some time I just realized I enjoy this so I'd, he would have to just say the word and I'd be there just to talk about how to set up a school and we did this for about a year
1: it was, it was Nasir Ghani um, teaching like a lot before you did he have a significant amount of experience oh experience over here? yeah
0: yeah yeah he was, he was huge yeah he was a huge name big brand name okay Math yeah. Especially on this side of town. Yeah. Every single KGS student and mostly probably half of lyceum was going to him. Okay. Yeah. At and since and and since South Shore May, he was the most popular teacher they had a South Shore. Really? Yeah. Right. So he I mean, you know. Yeah, South Shore had the popularity teachers too. But you know what? I didn't say good or bad. I'm just saying he was the most popular. He was right. the most in demand in South Shore. Mm. I'd say that. Okay. And yeah, so I was just starting out at that time when he met me. I wasn't very popular. Hmm. Like I had a few kids. I was making decent money. I was at B B U, and South Shore and C S at that time. Or a year after that, I forgot for a year. Right. And I was okay. I was doing well. I knew I'm good. I just I knew it'll just take some time to get more kids. Right. You
1: know. And that was the time. That was like the the hours you had to be putting in and the effort that you had to be putting in at that time. Right. <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, that's true. But the problem is that people in industry are always putting in the... When they say putting in the hours, they just crank up the hours they're giving tuitions or classes. Not the prep, not the behind no, the scenes. No, no, no. The most of them do some, they just hire people and outsource it or they'll do some or the other. Right. I, at that time, I remember spending three hours a day trying to organize my material content and uh, notes and f- solutions and worksheets and mm-hmm. everything and 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 every day in and out and reading and, and whatever every night i was working just after classes seven o'clock get off seven thirty eight maximum and just sit down chill out and that was i stopped having other kinds of fun i was just working on materials your craft yeah it's basically a craft at that right. time i was teaching math and chemistry so the work was a, a doubled all right but nixers i started uh, set up and i started helping set up nixer with nadim and nasir I finally could focus on one subject because right. I had the time then and I had enough band like they gave me enough teaching time on chemistry to not worry about teaching some other subject. subject. Right. So I was teaching chemistry there hmm. but it was a whole year of setting up next so that was probably one of my f- most exciting years of my life. So I mean, what did yes, you,
1: when, you, when you say set up what did you do exactly over there?
0: I mean obviously they put in all the money. but a lot of times and they first uh, me and Naseh I mean Naseh would hang out with me discuss with me how to do you know like we just he would shoot ideas I would throw them some things at them also Uh, what what kind of timetabling curriculum Hmm. you know website I did the website logo design Hmm. uh, the admission form admission portal Hmm. The idea, of, I mean, their, their logo for their Nixir Sharks and right. all of that stuff. We sat down and I would pitch it. Obviously, they had to approve, you know. So, everything that, whatever I pitched, they had to approve first. Was a, I remember one thing that it was difficult uh, first week trying to convince Nasser and Nadeem, or Nasser maybe, hmm. to actually do early admissions. That hmm. concept didn't exist. Right. Everybody did admissions after the results came out. Uh, Everybody. Huh. And I kept pushing at it because I knew the U.S. went to the, whole t- the college, my early admission, regular admission. We applied that to... Uh, next this, sir, uh, yeah next sir. to hmm. do that ke, uh, what we do is that I convinced them that you have to do because the biggest competition at that time was Lyceum we right. felt it it was only competition really truly competition so it was a good and
1: all like with no, no, no disrespect, but then like KGS is also something that is just 100 years of like. No, no, KGS is great,
0: but KGS KGS, what's the problem is, the child will go there, and they'll take 50 more kids from outside. Right. It's okay, so, okay yes, they have to market sh- economically
1: speaking, it's not a market share. Absolutely, yeah. okay. then
0: they, they pick some. Right. And that's it, rest, there's about 800, uh, 800 9000 good kids out there every year to be admitted in schools at that right. time. So, I was trying to say that let's cut the rug out of Lyceum's leg and then... And it was at that time, I was also, by the way, at Lyceum. But then in the summer, what happened was, Mrs. Ahmed didn't like me being uh, teaching at Nixon and Lyceum. So she's like, loyalty to the... At that time, then I kind of just let that, that go. And hmm. then I started working with Nixon more because, you know, I was not owning anything at that time, by the way. I was just working for them at uh, Nixon. So what they did was, they um, finally convinced them to do early admissions. Hmm. And I'm telling you that month of May and June was... Freaking exciting, really? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, because we got the initial, our, the initial start. Oh, but we had the whole year, but the why towards the end was a lot of fun. The la- the first few months in uh, the year before, we were at Costa every day till 3 a.m. in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and Asin and Nadeem would join us, and Ayla Ghani would join us quite right, a bit. Right. And it was a lot of fun sitting with them discussing ideas. I felt like I was the youngest guy there, but when they would listen to me and give me that credibility by accepting my points of view or my ideas hmm. then it does you know make a big uh, you know impact on you hmm. yeah so i did that and then uh, we set that up and then the months of june and may uh, it like, was kind of fun mm-hmm. to set it up with them yeah can i take a break for a bit yeah can i come back
2: yeah And we are back from the break. Mr. Bilal me. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank
1: <laughs> no you. worries, no worries. So you were Good. saying you were saying was that um, the first year uh, was, uh, uh, was a lot of fun because you were doing yeah. everything. You were the youngest individual on the table and you yeah. felt that people were receptive to your ideas as yeah. well. And that was
0: very empowering. That was it, was, very it, cool. was be- it was beautiful. And I had, my, my, my re- I had to give my reasons for what I thought about was true or what I believed in. Right. But it was fun. And then you had asked me earlier, and I was just thinking in the break that, you know what? You know, people, they throw the word entrepreneur, entrepreneurial spirit, or thinking Mm. around, and I realized that, you know what? When I decided to let go of my computer science degree from the U.S., yeah. To follow a career in teaching chemistry. yeah, That's an entrepreneurial type of decision to take. That's you a, know? That's that's a the risk. risk.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: Same thing starting teaching centers. Same thing, didn't caring about what Nixer... At that time, Nixer, when I was setting up Nixer with them, I was just helping them out. Hmm. There was no agreement. No, There was an understanding of friends that, you know what, we're doing this. Could you help us out? Yeah. We'd sit there every day at Costa, most days, 9 p.m. to 2, 3 a.m. Yeah. And I was just doing it because I loved it. Like, literally, they didn't owe me anything. Yeah. And... Yes, people say, oh, you know what? Be- you know, people when you do something for somebody; they owe you. Yes, yeah. they could, but you know what? I would still do them. They didn't give me a single rupee. It was so exciting. Then I realized, you know what? People can. I can. I love to th- do things like set up things. Yeah. From there, I realized. Yes, it died down for a while in between. I was. Yeah. And you know what? Uh, ma- you know, you get married and you start thinking of life differently, and mm-hmm. then you try to settle in, and then you want to calm down in life, you know, rest and uh, teach. Recoup. Uh, yeah, and then yeah. Uh, maybe I got distracted. Mm-hmm. Like, there was a few years in my life, a third, f- you know, like three, f- I'd say I was living a pointless. Every day I was just teaching and I was like having fun in my class, but right. like three, four years at Nixer went by after the second year, which just felt like, hmm. you know, it's life. Ke. Saal hai, but yeah. bar bar There's nothing new happening. Right. And that probably was my most, uh, weakest period about my personal growth. Like, I was not really doing much. about. How old were you around then? this was uh i started nixer when i was 29 okay. i mean i mean help them start nixer let me of right. help them start nixer when i was 29 i was there for about six seven years i, I lose the math now because i never consciously remember the math because it just makes me feel old it's a little hazy yeah <laughs> so it was uh yeah about i was with them about six seven years All eight right. years maybe
1: okay No yeah, six, seven. I, you you said in between that at that time your words were at that time i didn't this is when i didn't uh own anything yeah at so this, um, i'm a little compelled to ask was that was were there was some very equity conv- on the table then? no that no time? no
0: there was very they were very kind to give me some percentage of the business okay for not officially because yeah. you know the paperwork and all that and i was naive and i was a kid and i didn't care right i'd just take anything they gave me huh. a lot of groups of chemistry which i loved yeah i had some awesome kids like some of the best years of my teaching career were at nixer like right. they were like absolutely fantabulous students mm-hmm. like awesome and so I was like, I do this for free, you know, and they would give yeah. me really good money for teaching also. Right. And so it was like a kind of a win-win that way. And then I get some equity, hmm. some profit share, yeah. actually, you know, equity, like, yeah, I'd say profit some share, profit for, share. A, for a year or two. And then I realized that, you know what, to maintain this profit share, I had to keep working my ass off of, hmm. at certain hours of the night. And, yeah. and you know what, I realized that I'm not, you know, I think I was enjoying it more Pele, than before and right. afterwards and I they were just like I would not agree with everything they were doing Right. you know and that's okay they have the different philosophies Their damn down school yeah. and I had different and I didn't agree so I thought you know might as well leave that so right. I left that after a couple of years I left that Right. and I just remained a teacher at Nixa and they were, they I mean it was they tried to convince me hmm. let me be fair they tried to convince me not to give it up you know because think about it when I gave it up it was the second year they had 900 students they, were, they knew they were a success right for them, it would be beneficial to keep the percentage for themselves. Right. But Nadim tried to honestly convince me to... Because he knew that I was a good help for them also. And he knew he was looking out for me also, you know, in a way. Just so there was no... There was like... Was there anything that went south in the relationship itself? It Over was, time, you know, like how distant, hmm. so like Because we weren't hanging out after that. Right. Because, you know, I'll teach and go and I'll teach and go and I'll teach and because go. like
1: the endless nights where you're just like yeah. together at Costa or somewhere the other. None of that was happening. That just
0: yeah and then after some time it's just like when they realize that okay well it's not the same relationship we are anymore so people mm. change and you know what they found other people who were close to them and they started working with them and right. i just kind of drifted apart and i wanted to do my own thing and then you know sometimes things don't always work out sometimes you don't always have a good relationship with your boss and yeah. maybe the things i didn't like what they were doing i would i would sometimes argue and um, yeah and then one day we decided to all leave Okay, and yeah, that was because you know we just like a few of us were not happy, and right. I think some of some are more unhappy than other, others, but hmm. we still wanted to do our own thing. Right, and I was like, hey, you know what, it's time. Let's right. do our own thing. So yeah, that's and how then Cedar came about,
1: and that's how Cedar came about. Yeah, right. But before Cedar, there was Q.
0: Yeah, that was that was ah. when we left Nixer then we started other schools and then we started a center first Right. and when we were teaching there I was like you know let's do our own school then also hmm. if you're not happy here and doing other schools why do we work for other people Right. what Nixon did why can't we set up our own school hmm. we are teachers so 6-7 of us hmm. so we set up our own school that's literally what it was I was part of it too yeah from Q to yeah. Cedar
1: Secure Q to Cedar phase 8 then block block 9
0: uh, yeah block 4 at Q then Black, yeah, then phase eight, eight, 8 and then block 9
1: yeah, yeah i won't get too into the cedar story yeah because personally speaking um i think i've also shared a lot on my own instagram about yeah. cedar and i personally like to think is that it's my school it is because no? i literally like i was there with you yeah. guys i was just a little kid but it was fun it was yeah, fun
0: yeah i, I, I parallel myself and i was at Nixer to things that you were doing at cedar at that time that kind of thing yeah yeah I yeah. got to do a lot more than mm. that but okay you know what mm. I, was, I was very lucky at Nixon, but at Cedar also hell yeah it was a lot okay. of fun the first oh man lush, it's when you're on baby yeah. the first open house the number of people who showed up yeah. I was like they believe in us that many <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it was yeah. like and then it was a high like no other high in the world yeah. it was awesome but yes yeah this is about my personal story and yeah. I mean and, and Cedar is still continuing my life right now yeah. and I'm having an awesome time this year uh, got a, teaching about four classes. Cut down my load this year Right. and because I wanted to focus on the next thing I'm doing which is the online uh, platform. Tell me about that. Yeah, uh, six months ago, I mean, I always been pitching this idea to Cedar also to all the teachers across the city also and across yeah. other parts of other cities also. That hmm. eventually educate ha- uh, high quality lectures don't need to be given repeatedly day in, day out. Right. The most expert People, lectures, I'm not, yeah. not engaging content, but lectures hmm. can be recorded one time by the master teachers or the most awesome teachers on any subject right. and kids can always view them every day, any day, from anywhere. Right. And so s- didn't realize that people, st- you know, a lot of people said, oh, it's a good idea. Mm-hmm. But committing to, that, committing to that idea would mean that they had to give up time right. and money, time mainly, and, yeah. and that's a problem for most people. Right. So what would happen was that I said, you know what, I've got some time now so six months ago I started teaching online Ali yeah. triggered it yeah. I, I'm doing this uh-huh. I was like no 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 Ali can't be the one doing this I've been saying this this is my <laughs> thing my thing, baby. My thing. Yeah, so yeah, he yeah. can do this <laughs> but I'm gonna start it first <laughs> or at least I'll show him how it's done you know oh, okay. sorry Ali <laughs> yeah. so I made sure my videos were As sexy as they could be. Very Khan Academy-like. I'm sorry, I'd like to think better than Khan Academy, at least in some of them. No, 100%. Thank you. Because I thought, honestly speaking, I uh, picked up, I tried
1: to do Code Academy at one time. Uh, Not very successfully. But I saw that uh, the, 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 the visualization itself was a lot swifter with you.
0: The, the, the reason was I could, I literally tried to, I've taken a few MOOCs, these massive online open courses. Yeah. MOOCs? S- um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sexy buzzword that was pretty, pretty common about eight years ago, five years ago or two. Uh-huh. So Udacity, ho- ga, Coursera, ho- ga, right. you know, uh, Udemy now. Hmm. And so when you see them deliver their lectures and I chose the easiest and the best I could do from them. Right. And I was like, for six months, I think this was Febend. Febend to May. Right. I just was working six hours for a one hour video every day. So Mm -hmm. I would churn out videos. Ended up churning out about 150 videos. Some were class lectures, some were recorded separately that required a lot of prep work. Yeah. So did that, got a lot of views for, this was by the way, just for A-level chemistry. Yeah. And mainly the new videos for AS chemistry, A2 were class recordings and some new videos. And then after doing this for a few months, and that was my trial to see if the market is ready for this. And honestly, the what feedback the feedback that from these kids, I had emails and messages on YouTube from kids from India, Saudi Arabia, yeah. UK, South Africa, South, teachers from South Africa, literally. Like, teachers from South Africa? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying thank
1: you for making this.
0: Yeah, because they got, because what I did was I didn't just make videos. I made the video, I put all my video and notes and worksheets on a platform, uh, 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 an online course platform and put it out there for free. Really? Yeah. So I got about a million minutes watched in the last three months. All on YouTube? All on YouTube. A million minutes of chemistry. I didn't think people would like chemistry that much, but well, apparently... Clearly they do. <laughs> or oh, they want grades. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. And I was trying to give them what they needed. Right. And... Uh, set up an online course about uh, I think 800 kids signed up for the course itself mm-hmm. which is also free but it was just videos plus the whole content and everything right. and all my kids at school were using it and then they told me that the friends at Nixer and Liceum were using it and then right. Lahore Islamabad well, obviously about 70% of, of viewership was Pakistan so there was 30-35% was not Pakistan in the last three months so that was also awesome
1: now so with 70% in Pakistan pure Pakistan, Pakistan with a or or a culture yeah yeah so you basically disrupted that I'm high,
0: you know it's it's it a, i would love to this be the platform where kids who can't afford school and tuition hmm. to be able to use this because not everybody can afford tuition not everybody can afford high high and a-level schools
1: so now when you say that yeah you with the navy background m- going around pakistan to the states coming back
2: hmm.
1: what is what are some exp- and even now it, youtube is free yeah. without was data chase or a supercard legal phone yeah what is what are you gonna do now
0: well, what is problem. that next step you are not someone who can sit tight so i am the i'll tell you what yeah. the next step is i'm little excited <laughs> <all right>. <laughs> <laughs> the next step is uh, and this is our uh, the next step is setting up an online academy right uh, the idea is that it's an online learning platform for a levels and o levels this year the goal is a levels because that's my... F- market that I'm already in yeah, and then go on to O-levels right. and A-levels and O-levels for not just chemistry but chemistry physics bio math economics computer science you know these All subjects right. at least for now these teachers have committed from these subjects I had like to hire some yeah, and some committed their time so you've
1: invested in this as well oh
0: yeah yeah a lot of so money you've inve-
1: so you've invested so you basically okay now how yeah. does the economics of this work where oh, this you is, are
0: just I don't know I just spend money on things that I think are important and then somehow the money gets back to me.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Because you said time is money so it's literally people spend their time also on things. Yeah. I would spend hours on Nixer. I invested, if you could quantify that as a value, I invested six hours a night or five hours a night for about a year. Yeah, Do that math and I got percentage for it so I invested time and I got a equity in a sense. Hmm. Here I'm going to invest my money and my time and others' time
2: Yeah,
0: and somehow or the other he will come back he will come back look I believe that uh, this is going to happen now eventually maybe five, ten years from now everybody will be just literally using videos online the problem is we all need to also make a living and eventually 10 years from now maybe I will make a living from this online yeah. but the first the market has to be ready first if you want the market to pay for something right now at least they should be engaging the market on a free first also people like mm-hmm. In, pa- in the in in the, in the industry abroad or you know internationally, uh, people are willing to pay for stuff now yeah. online because we both are samal bi karein, especially hmm. America. But Pakistan has I mean this industry, especially education, is not even leveraging technology yet. Yeah. I want to hook them onto technology first, right? Yeah. Khan Academy did that, and Khan Academy is a non-profit, but they survive, they get funding, they get money, they then open their uh, they the people partner with them to, for their curriculum to be used in countries like Peru hmm. and uh, Panam, Panama and America, California. My schools are hmm. official content. Unse unko paise bhi so, you do something good, you will find a way to make money. I'm already making money from Cedar. It's not like I'm not. Yeah. I teach at Cedar. I'm a director at Cedar. I'm a shareholder at Cedar. Yeah. I've started tuitions again because I want to teach kids also. And so those who can afford my time will come and see me mm-hmm. in person, take my tuitions, pay yeah. me some money. I'll make money that way. And this is the one thing I do. And I put some of my money that I make aside to this. Hmm. And it's a big chunk of my money, but I, this year I decided to put that through you. No? But you
1: also say is that you are working on A-level content for the time being. Yeah. When do you feel that, um, you know, when do you feel that that content will actually be able to disseminate into all socioeconomic backgrounds in Pakistan? Because currently, the A-level market itself is already so minute. Yeah. Right? Where you're not really targeting all the the entire youth of the country as well.
0: You see, the problem is, but Asad, uh, we don't like to admit it because it's our bread and butter. But... Like if you ask me now that I have a daughter, I can be more introspective learning a level chemistry is the most I mean, I'm sorry, but learning most a level subjects are of no use to most kids in life so Agar a levels. ho, yeah, O levels. Oh, yeah, metric You know, some might say But mostly good in your life. Hmm Yes, some might become doctors and they might learn some chemistry and medicine yeah. and biology and I understand that. Yeah. But that's a few.
2: Hmm.
0: That's not the majority. And just rest of the people do business, you do economics. They don't
2: So
0: my problem and then problem is their grades determine our admissions and university and then admission. And university, there's something Like if you ask people, why if you ask industries, why do they hire from Lums, IBA? Hmm. Not because their curriculums are great. It's because... They know the best kids went there. So for them, the universities are a filtering system, not about knowledge. So most knowledge is taught. It's mm-hmm. not for work. And then some people argue that well knowledge should be for the sake of knowledge. And I understand that, but the problem in Pakistan is that education is not free. So if parents are investing money, hmm. what are they getting out of it? Nothing but a degree. A tapa, O levels A levels inter, interke, metric and in since I started teaching the the, uh, the, the, the the pool of people doing O levels and A levels has increased many folds. so वो तो भड़बिड़ा my goal is to that if this platform my real goal but kasam से goal ये है कि make so much A level hmm. content eventually and people replicate that for inter India में तो कर that रहे हैं yeah. कि ये सब चीजों के पैसे because it's free हो
2: hmm.
0: so then the Schools start investing money in the education that is really important because you are free,
2: yeah. the class? Then
0: you teach him humanity, citizenship, then right. you teach him how to take care of their adults, hmm. how to take care of this country. We've all forgotten that, like literally, like it is so simple. As long as you go to the next human being and want the best for them, that's all life is about. And, and I, you are. I am such a flawed individual. But sometimes when I do that, people ask me, like, like, you're asking me, why are you doing this? Hmm. Because it's the right thing to do. Like, is it the right thing to do? No, it is. So how hard is it to do? But but, one thing, people are skeptical that they can't do a good job. And
1: there's no But the thing is you have a major chunk of your kids, of the the children in Pakistan, who are also not working towards becoming, who are not told or taught to become better individuals but i taught that yaar pad likh lo taaki fir tum hamari jo mali because
0: वो क्या पढ़ लिख लो उनके हाथ पे नहीं है ना अभिभावक बोलते पढ़ लिख लो द स्कूल्स तो मां-बाप नहीं चलाते दे डोंट नो स्कूल में क्या पढ़ाई होती उनको है उनको बताया बेटा पढ़ लेगा उसका मैट्रिक में अच्छा रिजल्ट आएगा इंटर अच्छा आएगा में नौकरी when you can replace the non, when you can replace the need for A level and O level enter with the need for how to communicate better, how to collaborate better, how to uh, be more uh, sustainable in your living in this set, so that will automatically pick up. But you will see already. I see it, uh, the last ten years versus now, the kids that I teach are much more concerned about what's thrown out the window. Literally yeah. more concerned about their own city, more concerned about how we treat people. So as the, I mean, there seem to be more woke which mm. is a word I hate but it's it's there it's, it seems that, like it it's so you know what and the word is making them feel shit if they're not woke so you know what mm. it's 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 actually cool to be woke now so let's let's, let's just you know instill that yeah and and, and and cash that right now It's the perfect time to be doing this kind of stuff Listen. 10 years ago I'll be like eh hey, it's like yeah hmm. and yes it's social capital I like being appreciated for something I'm doing the, the, the high of saying sir I loved your lectures online it's like you should try that. It's awesome. No, no, I
1: have. With tuition, guys, I, 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 it's not like I got tons no, of no, messages, no. but with t- I understand mm-hmm. that this that well, you feel good. You feel warm all of a sudden, yeah. because someone just saw your effort that you put in as well. That's yeah. element. That? The. But now, yeah. Abi, what you're talking about, real education. Yeah. Right? Yeah, education, yeah. not...
0: Actually, with no, education, there are two three areas education may you got to learn the skills to get a job yeah. you can learn you have to learn how to live in this community right. and society right and you also have to learn for the sake of learning mm-hmm. and so all these are education reading a book today is education like yeah. anything understanding how the society works in your culture and your culture also works that and people don't know that i mean I was talking to you the other day about BBC and how awesome stuff they do about preserving their culture and humanity and, and sciences yeah. as a media company yeah. we don't do any of that stuff hmm. we only do stuff that is gonna get you ads it's yeah. so not like BBC gets too many ads the government funds it right. they made planet, blue planet planet earth I lost count yeah. the next one is the sexiest sounding one seven worlds one planet and I can't wait for that to come out. But they are putting home. an effort into so it. That's yeah. education too. It doesn't have to happen in classes only. Yeah. Sorry.
2: No.
0: So, you know, so that is there. So, high stakes exam is one thing. These, uh, these what do you call them? You know, uh, these A levels, O levels enter. Hmm. My job, that's something I can solve. Hmm. I had one hammer. The hammer was I know how to teach A levels. Yeah, yeah. I'll use that to solve whatever problem comes up, hmm. which is that make all of this free. Yeah. So, once I've done that, then I can divert attention to saying, oh, now we have all this money hmm. in education. Let's put right. it somewhere else. Yeah. We don't have to do this. We can do something else. Right. My job is to convince, convince schools. And if my, I can't convince them by my own words, right. then they'll see the result. If enough kids are going to say to schools, you know what, uh, your teachers, I'm like, you know, I'm here for other things because I got my learning online. That's the goal. And kids who can't afford to travel to c- across Karachi for an hour, paying A-level fees, which are pretty high these days. Right. All schools are pretty high. Right. Because the teachers need to be paid that much money. And mm. then all of that. It's a whole cycle. And then, so this cuts that out. Mm. And then other things you can focus. Then the parents can put their money in other skills. Like, I was looking at this yesterday. This is a, a school called Global Online Academy. Huh. What they do is, they have, it's a conglomerate of 12 or 15. The first 12, uh, you know, high schools who started teaching the course online. So other schools who are in any part of the world can take that course. So there's a 12-month, 12-week course in filmmaking. Yeah. There's a 12-week course in Introduce Psychology. And every kid in that member school can just take that course online. Right. And it's accredited by also the same, this is university's accredited. Right. That's where we're going towards. So the data is in new. In online, and so you spend more time in those one on one
1: interpersonal relationships. Yeah, look at
0: the A level classes now. Like, I don't, I mean, it's an insult if you tell them my class is not 50 kids. People think that, so the lec- they're becoming lectures. So if they're going to become lectures, they might as well be video lectures. Right. And then smaller classes, mean, or one on one interactions, where you can help them, motivate them. Right. Kids are dying f- to be like, you know, motivated, right. literally. Yeah, yeah. everyone's I looking mean, for a hero. Yeah, look at, uh, I remember, I mean, we were there, uh, I don't know if you were there at Cedar's graduation. Yeah. Salman, I mean, our teacher at Cedar. Largest, uh, largest
1: audience of applause.
0: Absolutely. Why? Yeah, because yeah. he motivates, he gets them to understand life is more than just grade.
2: Yeah.
0: And he's awesome at that. And he gives kids hope that the life can change. And I'm thinking, I salute him for that. Right. And he doesn't care only about the grades. Yes, he'll get grades. And the grades are important, but they aren't the end of the world. Who cares? Right. How many kids have asked you for your level result? How many people in your industry right now have asked you for your level result?
1: Just the kids I teach only, only. to be honest. It's yeah. Only the
0: kids that you teach care about. That's yeah. it. Nobody else in the world cares about grades, man. Huh. But we do. So that's the problem. Yeah. It's important, but not the end of the world. And so I want to... if some, I mean, I know it's going to happen. Yeah. See, I can't deny it. Hmm. So the the educa- education will become digitized. Right. Either I let it go let it go by me and let it get digitized or yeah. I do it myself. Huh. I, if it's gonna happen, might as well do it. Right. So in a selfish way, be the first one there. Right. So you can say, Hey, look, I'm the first one here. Ego be at right. us me. Absolutely. Hmm. The drive to do it, entrepreneurship, yes, hmm. I wanna do this first. Right. All entrepreneurship doesn't have to be about making money. Right. It's about solving a problem. Yeah. Yes, a business case is made about how to make money from there. Right. Yeah. So there might be a business case. You might say that, oh, you know what? I'll do all of this stuff and in the end I get like I was like, you know what? But I'll still teach three classes of twenty kids each and I charge tremendous amounts of money. Yeah. So everybody has the free lectures and those who can afford it can come to me for one on one or personal help. Right. So I'll still make money
1: and my but then those, those one-on-one lessons also become an opportunity for uh, like adopting a more diverse experience. Absolutely. You
0: can do more things. You have stuff recorded already. You can right. add on to that also. So, right. I don't know where this is going and that's okay. If I don't have to know the end goal. Yeah. I know I need to do this now before anybody else does it. And that's what an entrepreneur does many times. You don't know what the end goal is going to be. Right. You can get on the bandwagon now. Right. And you keep trying what you... And you nudge it in the areas you want to go. Right. Instead of just letting it go by. Right. That's what I'm doing right now. Hmm. Because everybody else is trying to make money off of this. I'm hmm. um, like, the best thing to do is do it for free. You can't lose. Nothing Everybody's going to charge. Even if it's not the highest quality content, yeah. it's for free. Yeah. People can at least try it out, right? Yeah. And then over time, it becomes better and better and better. Hmm. Sorry. So Something
1: you, you, you made me read one of uh, Tim Ferriss' books tools of titans and um i opened up one of the chapters about mindfulness and he went to rick rubin and chase jarvis who said what do you have to lose so i think that's also very apt over here in, th- in the step you're taking as well what do you have to lose
0: nothing exactly if by anything, doing this, some money huh. some money and that's right but to me money has been or money has been an object to let me do something else right it's something i'm going to hold on to yeah so i made some money I can use it for vacations and I'm yeah. like, it doesn't make me happy. Yeah. I tried that last year, like took six vacations last year and it was, I would still get back and the next day I was like, You dread it. What am I doing with my life? Yeah. But the last six months, bee has been the most exciting time of my life.
1: You've hardly traveled.
0: I have hardly traveled <laughs> and that part was only fun because of my daughter. Like literally, yeah. it was like, you know, it's more like a family yeah. get together kind of a thing. Absolutely, but uh, I didn't have, I didn't feel like going. Every day is a holiday. Every day is exciting. I'm not stressed, and there are other things involved. Why am I doing? But this part, this part is bloody exciting. Yeah, hair raising exciting because it's not that that is the end goal. The free online education for A-levels is not the end goal. Right. It's what needs to be done to get to the next thing, which is the teaching and learning we need to actually provide our kids. Hmm. And small bits and pieces, skill-based learning, future learning, and where you don't just do lip service to these things because in the end, yeah, syllabus to karna hai. Yeah. No, no, no. Wo ho online videos. Mm. Now you have all this day. You have six hours a day to teach the kid something he wants to learn. Yeah. Not something that he's gonna go home and learn anyways. Yeah. So whatever. And honest to God, if we've done the math, I've done my math of video hours and all that stuff. It'll take about three thousand minutes of lectures to record AS. Right. 3,000 minutes if you do them, it's like 50 hours of lectures. Hmm. Literally, that means in two months, hmm. one hour a day, the kid has done the whole syllabus theory. Huh. Questions and you know all that stuff, He can do that at home, practice and all that stuff, but it's possible. And so he has all this free time. Hmm. He can rewind the lecture, read again, hmm. skip through lectures, uh, I get this, I don't have to wait for him to finish all this stuff. Hmm. So the freeing up of the kid's time and the parent's money gives you the now okay now we have this money we can actually save some for ourselves and invest in other kinds of education yeah and so things like what people like i know Fahim abbas is doing is awesome yeah you know some, we know what he's doing yeah, yeah, yeah. some uh, some um, future skills courses and college readiness and all that and then that kind of stuff will kick off kids will take time out to learn these things online how many kids do we know right now are taking gap years to take these online courses
1: the entire department last year two years ago did yeah there you go on for those listening it's the Sir Bilal got me to set up the digital media and uh, communications department at Cedar, and along with me were three other individuals who they all know who they are all gap year students yeah
0: no shout out to them
1: Ali, Zenab Morse, thank you. <laughs> no, miss but honestly, you. We miss you. But honestly speaking, it was a lot of fun. Oh, absolutely. Those were fun days.
0: Yeah, I think you had more fun that year than even I did. So, you know what? I'm <laughs> jealous. <laughs> I,
1: was, I was... I think I was just like ready to like kill it, man. You know?
0: It was fun. It was
1: yeah. fun times. So. Huh? so, I actually want to ask you a little bit about your own... Um, your own little... Uh, what do I call it? Personal brand? You've mm. started off your own series on YouTube. Yeah. Um, you are uh, pretty active on Instagram as well. Yeah. Right. I was, uh,
0: actually, the thing is, I want to become, I, uh, marketing-wise or uh, branding-wise, I want to be a little more selfish. Yeah. Many times I was doing things, a lot of things to create somebody else's brand. Right. Some uh, organization's brand. And, uh, you know, Cedar hogya, Nick Nickster pele, Centers they accuse her. Hmm. I was like, you know what? Let me selfishly make my brand. Yeah. And uh, because what was happening was, and why? Because for the first time, I realized that you know, I truly believe that I am actually bigger than anything that I have set up. And it, maybe it's too cocky for people to hear it from me. Yeah. But I wanted to make myself believe it, that. you know what? I am bigger, or for me, I am at least. Or yeah. people around me, or for me myself, I am bigger than the brands I have created. Right. Or the setups that I have done. And yeah. yes, they have probably. I, maybe it's a stupid thing to say. No, it, but for myself, I it to be more than just the three brands or the businesses that I've set up. Yeah. And I want people to know that. Because, right. uh, you know, it's, and it's, it's also selfishly selfless or the other way around. Because in the last one year, I have learned so much of, from mentors across the world who have done this, put themselves out there for everybody to judge, learn from, with their problems also. And
1: making themselves super vulnerable. And now with that point yeah. actually so that's what i was doing and and so you also have watched a significant amount of casey neistat and uh yeah. gary vaynerchuk
0: and um timothy Ferris. timothy Ferris, seth Bai. seth gordon seth bhai yeah our, our uh yeah our guru seth. Shri. shiri seth gordon, <laughs> Shri seth gordon. With his yellow glasses with his, yeah or cute. sometimes purple also i know fun fact
1: he has custom-made glasses, which so no one will have those colors. Really? Yeah. I think... You, uh, no, I don't know where I heard that from. I think it's you. Well,
0: I'm sure he can afford custom glasses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seth Godin, man. Um, um, yeah. Jack Ma.
1: Jack Ma, yes. Derek Chivers, mm-hmm. Now
0: that I've learned from him.
1: I mean... Jim Collins as well. Jim Collins. Peter Drucker. Peter Drucker. Ger- Peter Drucker. Great, Great lives. Yeah. Great lives. And um, a lot of people to be looking up to. And with... There are these books on leadership which you've given me to read as well. These articles that you've given, and much of it is also about the person itself. Yeah. What are you doing for yourself? I understand that you know, creating all these businesses, taking up this online initiative, also that you are now doing. It's much of it comes from your own uh, awareness of a of a, of a lack of something yeah. right much of it yeah. comes into fill in a need and um also it's for self-fulfillment as you mentioned that you Absolutely. know we weren't happy what yeah. are you doing to keep yourself grounded
0: um you're actually putting myself out there when you put your videos out there for people to watch it's actually very humbling you are now taking the risk for the whole world to judge you think about this Are our teachers, are, I mean, our industry is very, very sensitive. Right. They don't even let anybody come and evaluate your class. Yeah. And I'm saying, here's my lecture and all of its flaw, I'm putting it out there. Yeah. Make fun of it, crack jokes, whatever you... They, I mean, with some of them, have their own bad words in them. Because yeah, yeah. I was unfiltered. Uh-huh. And my teaching was also a mix of mainly English, but Samurdu coming in also. So putting myself out there, I was like, oh. And in six months... It was hardly any negative feedback. Right. And it's not about all positive feedback. It was just that people didn't care. Yeah. Like it didn't bother them too much of all the flaws. Like you, you
1: saw the ticker of views going up with not much engagement. Yeah. So you like
0: people are watching this, but they're not concerned about the quality or thungi. Right. But that,
2: it
0: was like that's nice. It was just a just the bit the decision to put it out there was humbling. Yeah. Okay, I'm just flawed here. Yeah. I don't have to worry about being perfect. Right. And 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 now in the world around YouTube, nobody knows how popular I am. Yeah. You know, Yes, I am pretty popular as a chemistry teacher in Karachi. That's mm-hmm. a great bubble to be in. But putting yourself on YouTube was actually I'm back on. to day one of being starting all over again. Yeah. Like, oh, well, this is a new kid on the block. I, but I'm not a new kid on the block. Online, online I am. Yeah. But in the world of A-level chemistry in Pakistan, I've been doing this for 18 years, 17 yeah. years. Hmm. So... That is like me rebirth. Bo- re- uh, it's like a rebirth. Yeah. And you're starting out from scratch all over again, yeah. making my claim on this platform where nobody knows me. Hmm. And that's been, that's been great. Hmm. I've been able to take time out for my health. I have been sleeping better. Yeah, giving myself seven to eight hours every day, and it has made a massive amount of difference in my crankiness, hmm. my mood.
2: Yeah,
0: uh, I am let. I am not letting things bother me as much. Very things good. that I used to bother, I mean, every little thing at every place I'm at would bother me, and I'm trying to not think about those. Right. Huh? if I think about those they might bother me but I'm trying not to think about those right. I am eating healthy hmm. I, literally like it's not a cliche I'm, every month I said okay Jan I gotta quit smoking Feb I started eating healthy March or towards the end of Feb I started going to the gym Right. so tuck 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 in March maybe, I made my videos then I started delegating my task more I'm now I now try to use my my laptop my phone my desktop my ipad as less as possible
1: and you know that's something that really stood out for me seeing that transition
0: yeah because i'm always i was the guy who was on my laptop for at least 10 hours a day
1: and that too like and you were relearning your own self also that whole process like for so for people listening and who don't know who i am or who he is i've been with him
0: We'll get people to listen to this who don't know you or me.
1: You never know. This might just become like the biggest thing on YouTube tomorrow. When Can you share out.
0: my email address with people then?
1: Yeah, of course. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah, plug in. Yeah. Uh, no, but it's... Uh, so I've, I've, known, I've known Bilal Bhai since I was 19. He never taught me in school. I've just helped him with one of his startups, Cedar College. And after university, been with him as his sidekick, I'd like to think. I'm like the Robin to his Batman. Yeah. Or... No, vice versa. But uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> okay. No, but um, it's, it's okay. It's okay. I've like I've seen you um just like you know go go to class, coffee are you, class, office, break. Ke baad, wapis class troubleshooting. रात office me Just to go home to make sure you're doing more legwork of your role as a dean or as uh, um, a teacher, and it i saw it like killing you
0: but you then know, but i'm also almost doing this i'm not doing much less work yes it might seem but it's not about doing less work it's, it's about work. how
1: yeah it's about how i've seen that your perspective has changed how your Massively. approach towards have changed on it Massively. and that's something that like props to you at this at almost reaching 40, 40. right and you have just relearned so many different things Accepting it's your flaws is the wave is the most important thing right I now know. for you to have to move forward.
0: I have realized all the things I've done wrong in that role, in that here, in that here, in that here. And it's just when you look at it from your own unbiased eye. Yeah. And not somebody else. You don't want to hear it from anybody else because everybody else's opinion is also a little biased about it for themselves or whatever else. Yeah. It's not always. But when you can understand it from your own point of view, hmm. it's just i'm not saying it is but it it is as eye-opening as that and he was like and then liberating and then i can make all these mistakes and still life can be okay Hmm. and then you start looking at people how they uh, you know do what they do yeah and uh, i was very lucky to meet a lot of great friends in person and online i mean friends that who don't even know that they are my friends They've because like mentors like the yeah. names we named earlier yeah and then uh you know i reconnected with my very old friend farhan latif he was a childhood friend on and off on i messages we talk he's doing great work in the u.s mm-hmm. in uh, social work and uh, then tosif you also met him yeah Athar qadri's brother Tosif mm-hmm. Qadri. Athar qadri is with us at cedar yeah the guy's awesome and uh you know and I just it's, he's just too cool, and I just he's had a great influence on me, positive, right. really positive. my own child, his her happiness, this little school seeing kids grow up and enjoying themselves here, gave me belief that education can be fun yeah and fulfilling also and enjoyable also and so, yeah, so thanks you know i'm still I still have a lot to learn, yeah, but the beauty is now that the more you learn, the more you realize how little you know of yourself even yeah. yeah, yeah. And so it's just, uh, the riot has just begun. I swear <laughs> to God. It's like I'm reborn, like my shedding my old skin like a lizard. And, you know, yeah. I'm not a good animal to give an example of, but you shed your skin and it's a new yeah, thing. And, snake. You no, know, <laughs> even worse, man. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. uh, but um, good So yeah. this
1: is actually interesting because lately I've, uh, something has been bothering me a lot. And that's about, I'll be a little crass about this. Mm-hmm. You said that there was, um, you mentioned that there was uh, a lot of things which you were bothered by easily, and now you take a step back and you actualize it a little bit first. So, from basically giving too much of a shit to giving less of a shit. How
0: yeah, because me giving shit didn- was not improving things. So, I was like, you know what? Why give a shit? Yeah. And I sort of like, I, I stopped, uh, I, I just figured out a way for those things to not trigger me. It's just that I really thought, you know what? It's someone else's problem, it's not my problem out it's this is not i can't fix this so why yeah. argue about this huh. okay yeah mm-hmm. so something like that yeah i don't know what exactly happened that gave me that perspective but um uh, the one next thing i want to try it and it's it's a buzzword but i want to try it is mindfulness hmm. sam harris this is a neurologist has been uh, listening to his podcast that's the next thing i'm starting in my things of And I've learned to experiment on my own self and my own mind through what Tim Ferriss has talked about. Yeah. You know, and then how he's seen him try it. So I was like, you know what? You know,
1: yeah, some video. apps also yeah waking like, up
0: Sam Harris's app if you guys haven't tried it you should try it I am not his affiliate I don't get any money from this mm. there is no samharris.com slash Bilal for a link for a code for, for,
1: for <laughs> 10% off
0: <laughs> no but it's actually tried out I've tried a few classes from them Yeah, they're about 5 free and then you gotta pay but you try the 5 free they're brilliant meditation yeah. science based meditation and before I mean there is also other forms of meditation that I've been reading Listening to smart people, yeah, Adam Robinson lately. I told you about yeah Tim uh, Ferris and uh, Doctor Peter Attia, this other sleep scientist. I okay. heard him, and I realized how much of a ass I've been to my own body, hmm. and so reclaiming my body to be a little more healthier, so I can live longer, to see the change I want, to see for my own daughter in this right. world.
1: And when you mentioned uh, Adam Ro- Adam Robinson, yes, what's his name? Um, you, uh, yeah, I saw in your last uh, video, yeah. uh, which, you, which came out after some time from the preceding one.
0: Ha! Huh. <laughs>
1: you mentioned. Um, but now
0: you know what I was doing.
1: I, no, yeah. I, I thought know all the answers that you both said.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, guys, we did not rehearse this before. <laughs> it's just that he's been around too much. Yeah. I need new friends. For his friends. own good. <laughs> I need new friends. <laughs> um, but
1: you mentioned um, a movie. Which we also saw together. I know. Molly's Absolutely. Game. It's really, I We difference. saw that movie together. <laughs> uh, but I know, but... Usme yeah. Basically, there was a about uh, morals and asool. And apne baat pe kaim yeah. Ye
0: hai, like. yeah, to keep on your own story. Yeah. What's uh, this scene? Dude, that story was a lot of my heart. You know? And... Dude, the problem in our society is that... Like... And if you look at the movie, her lawyer could not understand when she had an easy way out by being right. Mm-hmm. She had an easy way out. She still didn't take the easy way out because of her word. Right. And I am doing, like you were skeptical about this online platform. Yeah. And everybody I tell things to, is uh, most people are skeptical. No, what's your angle? Like nobody can just, except for the fact, I mean, we have become so, uh, the world has made us such uh, pessimistic, pessimistic. Yeah. they made us doubt everything that yeah. we can't just like heard that movie the lawyer could not understand why wouldn't she take the damn deal she is in debt she is going to jail for 20 years she has nothing going on for her her family hates her blah 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 yeah. and she still won't take the deal hmm. to put not anybody but just mafia in jail yeah. but her, she said my name is all I have I'm not gonna take, rat on people Even though the ratting were on the wrong people and she would do that and all that, but she's, and it took, and saying it sounds stupid, but when the lawyer saw her over months and days, how she lived her life, it made sense to her.
1: But this is a fine line also uh, between doing the right thing is always the right thing. Yeah. I don't know, man. You know, it's, it's, yeah, a debate that I also don't want to get into. Okay. But it is something which I thought was very striking. Through and through, you always mention, even in your own videos, and I'm sure in class, you also mention about just being
0: um, mo- like, you know, having your morals and principles intact. You can never be 100% right. So the, when you said that, there's a line, fine yeah. line, you know what? Everybody draws a fine line somewhere else. And there's no, you can't judge where who draws their line where. Hmm. and I'm sorry, I don't know these fine lines Hmm. I can't sit and contemplate beforehand when it happens I'll tell you You at that moment what do I do Mm -hmm. but everybody pushes their limits to somebody will compromise very early somebody will compromise later Hmm. and it's and the person you are a year ago will compromise at a different stage than the person you are today also that also changes Hmm. so I can't fault people for being whatever they are. Yeah. I can only fault myself. Right. So now I'm only bothered about how much and that still is a debate in my head because mm. at times or I don't always do what she did. Mm. I don't always stick to my principles. Yeah. I also know that I'm flawed. That's I I, I and that's a an, uh, I got to live with that in my head. Yeah. And I sometimes people can say, "You know, but you mean the right thing and you know you mean well or People can say that to themselves. Yeah. Or, you know, that's the best you could do in that situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we could say all that we want to ourselves. Right. So I don't know, okay, you know, what is fine line kya hai or what is the fine line. I just like, we make mistakes as long as we keep trying. The mm-hmm. goal is not to figure out it out. The goal is to f- keep on trying to do the right thing. Yeah in your and you will know it inside yeah. you what is the right thing right you don't have to be told what the right thing
1: is truly you'll find
0: out instincts are our instincts come from millions of years of eva- evolution means, mm. human laws and societies are not even 10,000 years yeah. so you know what logical thinking is not always perfect right so your instincts count for a lot yeah. and trust me i have been able to use my instincts for my advantage in business for so long and i've been so more than more than ever, I've been proved right versus wrong. So you know what? Yeah. I will go by my instincts. If it doesn't feel right, yeah. I, I I want to do it. If it feels great, yeah. And it's as simple
1: as that. It Just doesn't feel right. Yeah, that's right. okay. So two more questions. Very short questions. Yeah, I promise I'm not going to take too much of your time now. Um, yeah. Out of uh, you love giving books to people and you also love keeping books with you, getting books. But um, what is that one book that you've acquired? Which you always go back to.
0: Hmm. You see, uh, I know this is a this is a great question to ask because uh, I keep thinking about it because I'll but it's I can't tell you that right now. The funny thing is you you do know me personally. Yeah. But this there there are two different things: buying books and reading books. Yeah. And I've been a book buyer for a long time. Yeah. I've only been a real avid book reader the last one year. Right. And no book I've read more than once. Right. But I do know this. From all the books that I've read, the one book that I'd want to read again and again is called Anything You Want by Derek Sivers. The problem is that book is not available in Pakistan. Okay. If it was, I would give it out to everybody I know. Really? Yeah, but as you know, the way you said, how do you give out your books? What I do, you know what I do. I download my books, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I just share with them. Right. Oh, I can't say that on camera. <laughs> no, I don't do that. <laughs> I give them physical copies. But yeah. you know, if I can buy in that book, direct yeah. servers, anything you want, it's something that I really enjoy. I like, and, and that book is everlasting. Hmm. It can hit you any day, yeah. like wherever you went through. It's a, it's about setting up your own business. But why would you do that? And all those things that why he did for himself. So that's about the human element behind it. This thing, this, this a bunk. I showed it to you. I'll give it to you. It's at please home. do. Yeah, I want to save it. It's, it's, but I'll give it to you. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Last question is Last? if you done already? No. Okay, yeah, I got to go home. Yeah. Please, We may do a part two of this next year.
1: Yeah, who knows? Mm. Yeah. Or maybe two months from now. Um, <sighs> but um, what, if, what is the one thing that you, you'd wish you'd have known growing up? Or it could have been, I know from what it seems like also, you have evolved year by year over the past so many years. Yeah. But What is one lesson that you can think of? Or one message you'd like to even say to me directly that something that, you know, is missing in many people?
0: Um, Missing in many people? What is that? We don't trust each other very easily. I'd rather trust and be hurt by people breaking my trust. And I'm okay with that. Hmm. Than to doubt people. And be skeptical of. Because when you're skeptical, you put a wrong foot forward and then there is no magic in that connection. Right. But if you, the m- first time you meet somebody, you trust everything they're going to say. Yeah. That lets you have that magic. And many times, they will not break that trust. Hmm. But it's okay. You move on. There's nothing wrong with that. But people need to learn, learn to trust more. Hmm. Yeah, I know the world is evil, but it's, it's, a, it's a cyclic problem. If you don't trust anybody else, they won't trust you, and then nobody trusts each other. Right. But if you start trusting and more people, they will say, oh, he trusts me, I should not break his trust, so I'll trust him back. And then the cycle continues. That's What, yeah. what I would rather have told myself now, what I've learned, one thing I've learned is I should not have started smoking. Second thing, take care of your body. You need it for life. Yeah. You need and sleep more. Sleep more. Take care of your body. That something. Everything else. All the mistakes. I'm glad I made. We're not glad that you make mistakes, but you learn from those mistakes. Mm-hmm. But not taking care of your body and not taking care of your sleep is not a it's not a mistake you can recover from. Right. My cells have died. I'm going to die earlier than most people. Yeah. Who would have taken care of their body when there was 1920?
2: Yeah.
0: You know, their health, their sleep, and mm. your brain. So all that is the physical part of that. I wish I could go back and tell myself that. Nothing else I would change because I do not know if I change anything in my life at any point, my life would be different. Mm. This is the best version of my life because it's the only version of the life I know and I like it right now. Mm. So I would not want to change a single mistake, a single bad thing, a single loss, a single heartbreak, none of that. Mm. Otherwise, it would change when I am and I would not know if it would be better or worse than this. Mm. But it is much better than it could be right now. So I would not want to change that. No. but the health part yes All right. that's what I would tell people sir. take care of your body
2: alright it's the only one you have it's the only one you get yeah, yeah. awesome yeah. thank
1: you sir
0: lovely doing this love
1: on that note I'll end this one once again thank you for your time uh, that was the second episode of Behind the Grind my name is Asad Hashmali with me I had uh, Mr. Bilal Hamid thank and you. hopefully you will be seeing more episodes like this where I just get in depth with the guest figuring out what motivates them, figuring out why they're doing what they're doing and just get to learn more about their grind. So see you guys in the next one. Till then, bye-bye. Peace out.